0: Hello everyone, it is Brian here from farm B-R-I-D-N-Firm.com in Bear River, Nova Scotia, celebrating St. Patrick's Day 2023. The following was recorded using the Wisdom app as part of the Wisdom community, where you can find us at wisdom.app forward slash Bryden Farm. want to thank our guests who come up to speak. And share and make it a wonderful day. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Be sure to check out our video from today, St. Patrick's Day 2023, where you can see Roscoe and me. Hi, everyone. It is Brian here from Bryden Farm. that's B-R-I-D-E-N, com, And I just want to wish everyone a happy St. Patrick's Day. From Irish Roots is the question. Actually, what it is, From Irish Roots, is the name of one of my self-published books over on Amazon that I published back probably about five years ago. My other book over there is Growing Your Family Tree, Sorting the Wheat from the Chaff." And just a reminder that you can join me here and on Fireside Chat App on Mondays at 9 Atlantic 8 Eastern for Growing Your Family Tree talk, where I help you get started for free finding family, and ancestry, and growing your family tree. So I just wanted to come and wish everyone a happy St. Patrick's Day and share a little bit about my family and connection to Ireland as well as some lesser known facts about my Winsicat. And you may be saying, "Who is my Winsicat? cat?" Well, that was Saint Patrick's name before he was captured, become a slave, was taken to Ireland, and before he become the saint or not, but before he became known as St. Patrick, and the only reason I say, or not, is because they didn't have the same canical back then as now, and so he has, over time, become a saint, and that's not to take anything away from him, I love my Irish roots, I love St. Patrick, that one's a cat, and i love st patrick's day and as you can see by the picture that was taken i'm guessing around five or six years ago that uh it is a day that i have celebrated for many years and uh, let's see zen master and mercy ann Artian, i've been meaning to call you just been a little bit crazy here it will happen when the time is right so i wanted to share i found this over it's at gocity.com uh by megan hills just want to make sure that it gives the right credit uh these things are scattered around the internet but uh Megan Hill did a great job of bringing these together. So I thought perhaps I would read some of those. Learn more about the iconic saint behind the national holiday. Here's some lesser known facts about St. Patrick. St. Patrick's Day is around the corner. Well, no, actually it's here. And we thought we'd check out the history books to find out more about Ireland's patron saint. While his name, Day, is celebrated around the country with parties and parades, what do we know about the man himself? Want to know more? Check out our favorite ten facts about St. Patrick that you may not know. First, He wasn't actually Irish. Despite being the patron saint of Ireland, St. Patrick was born in Britain in either Scotland or Wales. Accounts tend to vary on that point. His parents, Copernicus and Conchessa, were both Roman citizens, and his mother gave birth to him in 385. AD which some dispute they have seen the dates range anywhere from 385 to 405 around 400 as that slavery was brought to St. Patrick is what brought St. Patrick to Ireland as a teenager cat or St. Patrick as we know him today, was kidnapped by a pirate raiding party and sold into slavery in Ireland. As a slave, he looked after and herded sheep for many years before fleeing to a monastery in England. While there, he became a devout follower of Christianity and ordained a bishop after which he returned to the island as a missionary. The shamrock, as an Irish symbol, is said to have been popularized by St. Patrick. As the stories go, St. Patrick supposedly used the iconic shamrock to explain the Holy Trinity while preaching, with each leaf representing Christianity's Holy Father son and holy spirit it was a symbol that showed how they could be three different spiritual entities and yet all part of the same whole saint patrick actually wore blue not green although everyone is expected to wear green on saint patrick's day all surviving artworks of saint patrick show him wearing blue robes. It is the reason why, through the years, flags, sport uniforms, and coats of arms featured the color. As time progressed, green, as a national color, grew in favor, particularly in the 17th century. And it was actually... In that time period where part of my Irish ancestors, some of my Irish ancestors, would have been born and come to Canada. St. Patrick probably didn't drive all the snakes out of Ireland and uh, I was listening to a good talk by Zenith this morning where he described that perhaps, I don't think he said perhaps, but that the snakes were representative of something other than those that go upon their their bellies on the ground. Well, that's a matter of opinion. Go listen to Zena's talk from this morning, and you can see what the myth and truths, maybe, regarding the snakes that Patrick reportedly drove out of Ireland. Anyway, St. Patrick probably didn't drive all the snakes out of Ireland. One of the most popular myths about the Irish saint is that he rid the country of snakes. However, modern science has since ruined that belief for everyone. and Blame it on science. Continuing on. As Ireland has always been an incredibly cold country, scientists have said that it's highly unlikely that there are any snakes to begin with, and there are no fossils to disprove the theory. Anyway, it wasn't actually snakes. It was snakes of a different form. If you go listen to Zena's recording from this morning, you may discover what that was. Patrick was not St. Patrick's given name. St. Patrick's given name was Meluncicat. It wasn't until he became a priest that he adopted a new name, Patrick, after Patricus, which relates to the Latin root meaning father. St. Patrick's Day is held on the day he passed away. In Catholic tradition, the day a saint passes away is considered a holy day to celebrate their ascension into heaven. St. Patrick was passed away on March 17th. It continues to be when St. Patrick's Day is held annually. Thus, we wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day. However, St. Patrick isn't technically a saint. While he's been given the title in popular lore, St. Patrick was never actually officially canonized as a saint. However, still, many still recognize his contributions. To the Catholic Church, and he remains a spiritual figure to this day. Drowning the Shamrock is said to have started with St. Patrick. The tradition of drinking to celebrate St. Patrick's Day is said to have started with the saint himself, who announced that everybody should have a drop of the hard stuff after an innkeeper was less forthcoming the bottle of whiskey. Well there was a brief period where drinking on Saint Patrick's Day was banned. Tradition has since returned in full force. I wonder how much of that is true. And continuing on, Saint Patrick's walking stick grew into a tree while he was preaching. Another popular tale regarding St. Patrick tells the story of how he left his ashwood walking stick in the ground while he went off to try and convert villagers of a small town to Christianity. The effort took so long, however, that the walking stick became an ash tree which the town takes its name for. Aspatria Cumbria, I believe. Let me see if I can check the spelling.
1: Aspatria Cumbria.
0: Aspatria Cumbria. Sorry for my mispronunciation. So those are from Megan Hills who has her page over at Go City and ten facts about St. Patrick. But well, we bet you didn't know. The um, now as I mentioned, I do have Irish roots. In fact, over on Amazon, I have a book self-published by that title, From Irish Roots, and one of my ancestors, though were unable to get his ancestry, is said to have been born in 1790 in Wexford perhaps Waterford, Wexford, Ireland, and died the 28th of January 1870 in Yarmouth County, Nova Scotia, near Tuscott. He would have been a child during the rebellion when Ireland was trying to keep independence shall we say when the British were gaining power and then my other or one of my other your grandfathers was actually born in Nova Scotia but the reason I mention him is I believe that he was the first of his siblings to be born in Nova Scotia in Yarmouth County and his father Samuel Burrell born 1823 in St. Field County down Ireland also come to Nova Scotia where he died in Yarmouth County Nova Scotia nineteen oh one and his wife was Annie McGee from Belfast, Ireland. So George Howard Barrel would be four generations before myself and his siblings, I believe, were all born of Ireland and come out of the potato famine and history of that period between the British and the Irish is interesting. When I first had my DNA done with ancestry, my first report come back that I by DNA Irish now since that time they've refined it a bit and they now say that my biggest segment 32% is Irish and 18% is making up the other the remainder of the 50% may have been from Scotland but we know that the two are very close together and perhaps some of my dna comes from the south leinster area so there's a little bit about saint patrick in his journey in life day and a little bit about my family's journey time in ireland coming from ireland at least part of it might say half of it they uh so i would be amiss if i didn't come And say happy St. Patrick's Day. If anybody would like to hit the join the conversation button, you may, although it seems like a pretty quiet time on here. The, uh, it's, I see there's like maybe six people who have come through or by, or maybe listen. Oh, there's someone coming up. And it is Mojo. Three, two, one, go Mojo. (laughs) Oh no, it's not going to let you go. Uh, Wisdom. (laughs) We all need more wisdom about the Wisdom app. You're welcome to try again, but it's a glitch that's been happening for a couple of days, I guess. The... uh, well, that's too bad. I would have loved to have talked to Mojo or anyone else who's listening. The uh, try it again. Oh, it says joining three, two, one, and goes black. Nope, not working. <laughs> uh oh. Just as long left the talk. No, they haven't. Wisdom didn't let them talk. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure behind the scenes they are working on it. It's a good app and a great community. <laughs> He's going to try again. More power to you, my friend. Hopefully it works this time. Maybe perhaps three times the charm. And no. <laughs> oh, well. Another time. uh, So, since I know that, unfortunately, no one can join the chat right now because there's a little glitch in the app, I'm going to leave you to go enjoy your St. Patrick's Day. Wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day, and perhaps later, if I'm feeling up to it, I might actually do... a growing your family tree talk on here just to celebrate see who else might have irish ancestry yeah or any other ancestry for that matter oh mojo
2: what do you know about that
0: there you are What a
2: nice sack (laughs) of potatoes
0: Actually, you know, in my book, uh, From Irish Roots, that's one of the things that I talk about is growing potatoes.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. That's very Irish. Right? What a nice sack of potatoes.
0: Right? <laughs> the, uh, it's funny. There's uh, So our local Aboriginal people here are the Micmac in the English tongue. And there's a friend... Uh, I probably know him better than he knows me, but Laurie Lacey wrote the book, uh, "McMac Medicine, which to me is a good book. And uh, I enjoy herbal, especially natural herbal remedies. And so I asked him a couple of years ago, actually probably three years ago, what he would suggest if, you know, we, if potatoes become scarce again, And he kind of chuckled and said, oh, I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. But I can tell you, I wouldn't be surprised But what we may have to worry about that at some point. Um, Two years ago, here at Bryden Farm, when we got uh, our certified seed potato, when we bought seed potato, they all had dry uh, heart in them. And so that's disease getting into certified potato. Last year, I bought local, uh, locally grown seed potato, not certified, and had much better success, and they were much uh, healthier potatoes. And over on Prince Edward Island, which here in Atlantic Canada is known for the potatoes and seed potato. Um, they are developing problems in their potato crop and even being able to export the seed potatoes and because of that most of the seed companies over the last couple years have had trouble supplying seed potato so hopefully hopefully we'll never be back where Ireland was but we always have, as you just said, a nice sack of potatoes. <laughs> you say
2: potato, I say potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, who's going to supply all the McDonald's and In-N-Out burgers around the world?
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 There's... I'm I'm working on it, but I'm not sure the pigs and goats are going to be able to tear up that much ground in the in in the short period of time we might need them. <laughs> we might need them.
2: <laughs>
0: Indeed. Uh, I uh I guess it attests to my fifty percent Irish DNA, but I absolutely love potatoes. The uh, I usually plant Kennebec. Uh, Fundy, which is an Atlanticanda uh, potato, uh, Russet Burbanks, uh, netted gem, the uh, few of the Irish cobbler, some of the more heirloom varieties that I like to plant. So That's a
2: lot of knowledge about potatoes, Brian, right yes. there. <laughs> right well
0: you know coming from irish coming from irish roots what would you expect <laughs> exactly
2: irish roots produce potatoes right <laughs> oh there's a good name
0: for my next book there you go <laughs> i'll just take residuals that, be yes fine. yes yeah the, <laughs> which uh, might just
2: be a potato here and there
0: right yeah but yeah they uh, come up and i'll give you a nice sack of potatoes <laughs> right
2: on! I love it. <laughs> that sounds so, delightful.
0: How's how's your day? Are you planning well, to last, do it?
2: My last name, as you know, is McCarthy. So St. Patrick's Day and <laughs> Ireland have a direct connection with me, my family, my my roots <laughs> that are producing right. potatoes. Right. Uh, but as you know, too, I was adopted, so I that would not have been my my maiden name, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. my uh, <laughs> birth name. Uh, but here's an interesting story about that, Brian, is that the adoption agency told my adoptive parents that my nationality was basically English, Irish, Norwegian, and Swedish in approximately 25% of each, just based on my grandparents. That's the information that they had and, and passed on. So, um, about five years ago or so, for my birthday, my, my wife gave me a 23 and me DNA test uh, w- with the thought that maybe that would help me track down some connections with my right. um, biological family. Well, one thing I didn't expect is that it came back with my uh, national- nationality and roots. And it says, yes, Norwegian, Swedish, English, and Irish, all correct. But that's only half the story. The other half right. is German. And I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know I was half yeah. German until, until the DNA yeah. told me
0: right? And, uh, from what you've told me in the past, I would have suspected German or Russian or something to that effect. The, uh, but you know, it's, it's interesting what comes out in, in the DNA and it's, uh, I being a pale face little fellow growing up, I knew that I had Aboriginal. Uh, Knew that I had Jewish and uh, African, as in uh, black, to narrow it down. The uh, and from from a little English community in the countryside in Nova Scotia, and having a pale face those were not things that i shared with anybody because it just made absolutely no sense yeah but those tribal ties um i had felt since i was a kid and sure enough when i had my dna done um, i have dna from the bantu in africa um, european jewish and surprisingly because i would have expected North American Aboriginal, but Mesoamerican. So Mesoamerica, which is down in the, like Costa Rica, is kind of in the heart of that area, which is kind of funny because back in 2018, uh, we took a trip that we earned through developing our Watkins products business. And when I was there, I didn't know that I had dna from there but i had an absolute profound connection Lake,
2: to Lake, the Lake. area lost your mic oh
0: there we go oh and uh, so i had an absolute profound heartfelt connection to costa rica and after i got home i discovered that yes that's where my aboriginal ancestry comes from it's not necessarily costa rica but that region yeah, and yeah. Costa Rica's right in the heart of that region. So that was that was interesting.
2: Your ancestors yeah. are world travelers. They got around.
0: <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I uh very I know that you have done oh oh, and by the way I heard your recording, um I believe it was if I get her name right, with Shaman Isa, Um and I wanna thank the two of you because I never knew what and I don't think I ever heard the term polymath
2: oh yeah right
0: but it was like oh it sounds so stupid but oh that's what I
2: am (laughs) (laughs) right well that's the way I felt the first time I heard it too right what what is a polymath I started reading about it I thought (laughs) well that describes me pretty well
0: (laughs) when I uh, when I grew up uh, it was referred to as oh. Jack of all trades, master none, which was right. definitely not very complimentary.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, a negative uh, connotation. I agree.
0: Right, but yeah. to know that there are other people out there who have a vast array of information and experiences and life skills that may not be an expert in anyone, or, or maybe, but may not be spe- specialized in anyone. But have this new term for me called polymath, and uh, which was very encouraging to hear.
2: Well, but, I have a hunch. I have a hunch that uh, the specialization that we, you know, um, experience now and that's kind of celebrated—that's pretty modern anyway. Because you can imagine right. before civilization got as. Um, Advanced as it is, polymath was almost required for survival. <laughs> you, better, you better be good at lots of different things because it's not like you could have um, so many different people hang doing all the specialized things. That's that's more modern, I believe.
0: Exactly, exactly what it is. It's uh, I mean, you had your hunter gatherers, um, your nomads, and a lot of the reasons that. People traveled, and you know, it was hunting, gathering. It was survival, and learning a number of different skills. Uh, and so, like like you, I have traveled. Uh, perhaps not as far abroad. I've I've been in ten provinces, thirty eight U.S. states, uh, three areas of Mexico, Saint Martin in the Caribbean, and and Costa Rica. And. Uh, so yeah, my ancestors traveled, but I actually got to uh, do a fair bit of traveling myself over the years, for which I'm very thankful.
2: Yeah, me too. And, um, and have you been to Ireland since we're on I, St. Patrick's Day? I
0: have not been to Ireland. The uh okay. yeah, which kind of breaks my heart. Perhaps someday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know my my adopted mom i grew up feeling like probably her father although i knew he his house was here in uh, tiverton digby county nova scotia i grew up feeling a, a complete sense of dutch pride and now having become you know a family historian and doing genealogy research i've come to realize that her family had left holland Seven generations before herself. Hmm. But yet, even as the adopted son, that healthy Dutch pride was instilled in me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? <Yep>. Nature <laughs> and nurture, right there. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I was, I was going to say uh, before the talk, uh, uh, I remember, so Terry Punch, who is now past, uh, he was Nova Scotia's genealogist. And I remember one day on the CBC radio call-in show um, that he told me that uh, Kavanaugh or Kava was son of, Burl was good-looking one, which I tried to look up today and I think that may be an error. But anyway, the son of a good-looking one and my adopted mom, her Dutch ancestry, Goes to a little community that I can't pronounce the name of, but it's something like Utenhausen, which was corrupted into English as outhouse. So I guess that makes me the good-looking son of an outhouse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love it! Uh, so that, you, can't, you can't make that stuff up, man. That's just too good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. I did get to I did get to Ireland in my travels, and uh, you know, was fascinated. Of course because of the connection to the mccarthy clan and heard some right. just fat, fabulous stories the legends of the mccarthy's being the fiercest clan before <laughs> ireland was uh, unified under a single government right and in a i'm sure it was a legend but a story that when england was uh, planning making plans to come take over ireland at some point the clans who generally fought with each other, decided they needed to unify and uh, asked Cormac McCarthy, the head of the McCarthy clan, to, you know, to take the lead in what are we going to do? And so as legend has it, he um, gathered a ship of warriors from the clans, just one ship, and he went over to England and got an audience with the queen. And basically what I told her was that um, I have a whole armada of ships just outside the bay and if you launch an attack on ireland will sink you before you get out of the harbor and uh, the queen um had an audience with her advisors and she's like well what do you think and and they said basically well we think we, we think he's full of it but if he's not then mm-hmm. we can't really risk you know that the, the, the uh, decimation and so um, um oh, okay yeah i'll be right back
0: Cormac McCarthy sailed over to talk to the Queen. And was he telling the truth? Did he have a fleet and an army? Or was he just full of Balarnie? Full
2: of Go Barney, ahead, exactly. Yeah, so, so <laughs> the, the, the Queen um, called off the invasion of Ireland at that point, And Cormac returned to Ireland a hero but as legend has it then that's where the blarney stone comes from and the idea of kissing the blarney stone <laughs> is being grateful that Cormac McCarthy although full of blarney sold uh sold the story to the queen and uh, it, and avoided or staved off the invasion from england
0: he was he was a good uh he was good poker player
2: and yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so being an excellent I... liar is in my lineage somewhere
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i when it comes to tv the little bit of tv that i still do watch um i like the old show so i was watching dennis Menace yesterday
2: oh yeah
0: and it was uh episode where his father's mother brought dennis's great-great-grandfather's confederate uniform and Henry, Dennis's father, didn't really care too much for it because he had always been told that he was a bit of a poker player and that he had been caught red-handed by one of the generals. And uh, uh, um, anyway, Dennis, of course, took the Confederate uniform, and one of the things that he found in the sleeve was a 50 dollar bill and wanted to go and buy a fishing rod for his dad's birthday and of course he got him the storekeeper to wrap it all up and uh he went to present the 50 dollar bill and it was confederate money long story short um good old mr wilson Give him about $400 for it because it was a collectible item and he collected coins and money. And so he gave that to Dennis's father, except for $35, which Dennis went and bought the fishing rod for. But as Dennis was uh, showing them how to, how he found the money in the other sleeve, he found. An ace of spades and then he found a second ace of spades and then he found a third ace of
2: spades
0: (laughs) 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 yeah so yeah the uh whether it's real or made up those family stories are the ones that warm the heart and i think are remembered the most
2: yeah yeah my hunch is that there's it probably some truth in the kernel of that story, but through the generations of telling that and uh, enhancing it and ex- extrapolating and all that, uh, it's it's grown. I'm sure in <laughs> in its scope, but still makes for great oral history.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And What's neat is uh, sometimes you can that oral history that's traced down through the families sometimes. Can actually be traced back and substantiated, and that's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Denis in his family was told that they have Inuit Eskimo ancestry, and took about seven years of research on and off. And the uh, but we actually did find find it after a while. And uh so sometimes even those seemingly far fetched pieces of oral history do have a root in truth.
2: Absolutely. And sometimes it's vice versa, right? That the the story becomes yeah. more like an allegory or it becomes um, right. metaphorical in its scope but still carries the truths that were trying to be conveyed from one generation to the next, you know, about Exactly. About how to live yeah. or what what's important or those type of things. So the lessons continue, and and as anybody will tell you, it's much easier to remember a good story than it is to remember a fact.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I'm I'm still trying to fathom out all this Irish history, and uh, you know it's uh, I celebrate the country, I celebrate the people, and and uh, love learning about it. But I do find that it can be a bit confusing if I understand it right Um, there's two stories about the wearing of the green and the the one is that possibly Cormac McCarthy would have been one of the wearers of the green trying to keep the independence and trying to keep the British rule in British territory and keeping everyone That was Irish. Irish. And the other, which I found was a cute little story, is the wearing of the green has nothing to do with any of that, nor with St. Patrick, but has to do with leprechauns. And apparently, if you wear green, the leprechauns, you become invisible to the leprechauns and i see i lost you i hope you went down on your own and not the system the uh um the, i see you had closed your mic off so you must have had some background noise or something the um and so wearing the green tying itself to the leprechauns when you wear the green you can't be seen by a leprechaun if you don't wear green, you might just get pinched by a leprechaun. So, therein, somewhere in there, lies the truth. The uh, mojo, if you're you're there and you want to come back up, you know you're more than welcome. If there is anyone else in the audience who would like to join the conversation, whether or not you're from Irish Roots, come and chat and happy saint patrick's day to everyone and i think it is cecilia hi brian how are you doing
1: happy saint (laughs) kudos happy saint patrick's day
0: (laughs) you too you too the uh
1: you hear me okay
0: i can you're coming okay Yep. Loud and clear. <laughs> no, you sound good. On the
1: Bluetooth. <laughs> I'm always uh, suspicious of the Bluetooth, kind of turns off when it wants to, and I'm not sure about the sound, but thank you. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't hear it too much. I just hopped on at like, the end of Mojo there. Um, oh,
3: yeah.
1: But uh, my grandfather, my mother's father, his last name is Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Uh, okay so i know there are definitely some irish roots for sure oh. and i think his mother's um surname was or o-r-r which is definitely irish and scottish right so there's there's some history there that i don't know too much about really
0: and uh, in- interesting the uh maybe we can look into that the uh one th- one thought that comes to mind, of course, anytime somebody says or is, even though I don't follow hockey today, when I was a kid and it was Howie Meeker and Peter Puck and Bobby Orr, um, I was interested in hockey and Bobby Orr worked for the Bruins, was my favorite hockey player and then as a young adult, I worked in a call center selling tickets raising funds for the shriner's circus and a couple of other groups and i got to talk to bobby orr but it was but it wasn't that bobby orr
1: (laughs) (laughs) but bobby
0: orr that i talked to managed the canadian imperial bank of commerce the cibc in fredericton which is a capital of new brunswick the province of new brunswick in canada and i've often thought of i wonder how many people have met or talked to people with famous names I thought that it would be a neat book to tell stories about like uh Sir John A. Macdonald, which most Canadians would recognize, and the uh name had passed down several times through history, but wasn't the like Sir John. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No.
0: but yeah, no, a couple of things uh from Irish roots is actually one of my self published books over on amazon the um and uh Mayan, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up now. Mayan Sucat was actually the real name of Saint Patrick before he was captured and sold into slavery in Ireland, and then later went to England and become a bishop and come back as a missionary to Ireland as. And has become known as St. Patrick. So that uh, Malin Sukkot was actually his real name. The uh, And he really wasn't from Ireland. He was a missionary in Ireland. Uh, from where? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I forget. Britain or. Where's the other place? Do, uh, do, 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 do Trying to see here. I was, um, think this is it. And he adopted the name Pat Patrick or Pat Patricus, uh Patricus, which relates to the Latin root meaning father. Thought that was it, but that's not it. I had read ten. Uh, facts about St. Patrick um, we, that you didn't know and, and they're not they're all over the internet but uh, Males had a page on gocity.com and, that I was reading from and of course now that I'm looking for that I can't see it uh, despite being the patron saint of Ireland St. Patrick was born in Britain uh, was born in Britain in either Scotland or Wales okay I got gotcha. you so it, it was born in either Scotland or Wales however accounts tend to vary on on that point his point of origin the uh, and uh, was said to have been as old as 120 when he died um, having been born in 385 AD but some reports as late as 405 so, he was somewhere between 80 and 120 when he died.
1: Wow. <laughs> an, old,
0: an old man for that for that time period. Yeah. yeah. For and
1: this time
0: uh, period, too. Yeah, yeah, for any time period. <laughs> now, having said that, my square dance partner, if she survives until December, December 24th, Christmas Eve, my square dance partner from when I was in grade two, is going to be 110 years old
1: what that's amazing
0: yep she i never had her as a school teacher she taught grade two in Carlton, yarmouth county nova scotia Um, mrs can most know her by i always because i grew up in the village as well uh, where she lived um, and she was my square dance partner i got to call her ruth the uh but uh, she taught grade two, and when I first went to Carleton School, I was in grade three, and the grade twos and the grade threes had our gym class together. And because <laughs> she and I were the same height when I was in grade three and she was teaching grade two, we were the same height, mm-hmm. the, uh, um, she became my square dancing partner.
1: That's <laughs> mm-hmm. sweet. <laughs>
0: It's been too long since I seen her because it was December, about the twenty second. Was a couple days before she turned what hundred and six hundred and seven um, in twenty nineteen was the last time that I seen her was the um, But I I walked in. And I leaned down beside her. She was eating her lunch in the little cafeteria, and I. Bent down beside her I said it's it's Brian and she kind of looked at me I said it's your square dance partner and her face lit up oh my
1: goodness (laughs) that's so sweet
0: and she uh she had she was one of the few perhaps the only one who actually had the pass uh the password the pass key to the exit door of the senior home, uh, even though she was the oldest one there, in a lot of ways she was still the youngest one when it come to her mind and even her agility. So, and yeah. I, think it was, so did, I think, sorry,
1: sorry, you kept in touch with her. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah, yep, for sure. And I think it was just a few months before that that one of her other students, uh, Wayne or Brian Nickerson, I think. Um who has a private plane took her up for a flight um, I, maybe hundred and five years old and she went up with him in his plane for for a flight that was something that was on her bucket list and got to go and fly over um, her home community wow. where I had grown up since I was ten, so.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: Yep. So that was you
1: were in touch
0: with her the whole time too. Yep. A very very nice lady. The uh, very well respected by I would say all her students who, who still, you know, especially around her birthday, around around Christmas Eve, uh, a lot of them still send her cards to the home, Um, and so. Hopefully this so year.
1: Dancing?
0: Have I don't know if she is or not. I've been mm-hmm. tempted, I I would have to relearn, but I've been tempted to take some music and go in and have, <laughs> that sounds terrible, but one last dance with her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. so it's Cecilia. Oh, uh,
2: Cecilia.
0: Yeah. Oh, c'est- yeah. C'est- yeah.
2: C'est- the, uh,
0: Bonjour, Cecilia.
2: Comment ça va?
1: Bonjour. <laughs> I'm beyond, I'm beyond. Right, oh, that's
2: right.
0: That's good. That's good. <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, it's a uh, a beautiful day here in the neighborhood. <laughs>
2: Actually, in the sun, it's plus
0: twenty. Yeah, Celsius. Wow, nice and
1: yeah, warm, huh? <laughs> right
0: in the in the sun, it's it's room temperature, seventy degrees Fahrenheit. The yeah, uh, nice. so yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you can hear it, my voice or not. I, uh, you'd be proud of my, me. my cold is, uh, I'm actually feeling better. Cause I've got some ibuprofen into me, but I usually don't take pills. But last night I had such a high fever and, uh, yeah. body ache that I did. And then I did about four hours ago at noon. I'll be proud of you. What was,
2: maybe- I gathered up all kinds of woods around and it's all on the cage, hiding, uh, dry, uh hanging over on the cage. So tomorrow is going to be plus nine. So it's going to be drying. So I could put that in the car porch so that we have extra. Per- perfect. Yeah. I've we been up the weeds all around the yards and.
0: I've been sitting, well, I haven't even just been sitting on my duff. I've actually be been plus nine
2: tomorrow.
0: snoozing off and on because of a having a cold. And, uh, um, uh, has been out around the yard gathering firewood, um, and uh, long-length firewood so that tomorrow we can move it into the carport, and after that cut it up with the chainsaw and split it up with I the axe. In the plus thankfully, some. thankfully, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that we are almost through with winter. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the look, looking at the calendar, I always love St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day for St. Patrick's Day. But I always love St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know if we can just make it, it, it's funny, through through the winter, it's okay, Christmas is here, great, New Year's is here, great, ugh, slump time. Alright, we can make it to Groundhog Day, like, like, you know, let's make it to Groundhog Day, let's make it to the end of February, let's make it to St. Patrick's Day. And once St. Patrick's Day is here, we're only about four days short of spring.
1: Wonderful! <laughs> <Yeah>. Right?
0: right?
1: <laughs> Not far at all you have got this. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. the, uh, so, I'm Kelly. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly and Orr.
1: Yes. And you know, I just realized, as I said, um, my, my grandfather's mother was an Orr, but no, my grandmother, her maiden name was Orr. Right.
0: Oh, so, uh, Interesting. So, grandfather's
1: Kelly. And my, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah I might take a look at that for you sometime the um uh, one of the interesting things is because i know that you want to come up and visit us here at Bryden firm um my hometown my my home was actually not in town but my home was in yarmouth county nova scotia and down there there is ellie's cove named for the kelly family oh yeah. So, like uh, you know what i think some spell it one and some spell it the other right. it's yeah, uh yeah. that's one thing you find doing family history uh, a lot of times it is uh usually the record keeper who spells it the way they think it should be spelled because Late 1800s, early 1900s, there were still a lot of people who couldn't write or or read, and so things were spelled and often misspelled by the those who would take the census or or do the reports.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Well, well, I see I'm going you. down, so thank you, Carol, and I'm yeah, going down. Yeah. Thank you. Go Yeah, I
0: feel see better. You on Kudos later tonight
1: Keep
0: <laughs> yeah thank you have okay. a have a great day the um so that was cecilia who usually does a kudos talk if i am not mistaken tonight um don't want to put her on the spot but tonight i think it's going to be 353 days in a row that she has helped us all here on wisdom to celebrate our wins no matter how big or small so watch for that talk on wisdom at usually 8 p.m eastern kudos with cecilia and if there's anybody else out there whether you do have irish roots or not you're welcome to join the conversation and we'll wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day. And perhaps, just perhaps, maybe you can share some lesser known facts about this gut. Uh, and if you are out there and you'd like to join the conversation, click Join the Conversation button. And... I think I'm soon going to go continue my rest, get myself healthy again. Not sure you can hear it in my voice, but uh, I was going to I was going to come up and do my best Irish accent, and I can't even get it close because I'm kind of stuffy, so it doesn't really sound like an Irish accent. And I was going to come up and read some Irish poetry, but that didn't happen. The cult got the better of me. But I still had to come up and wish everyone a happy St. Patrick's. And if you'd like to know more about some of the lore and family history and how to grow potatoes, go over to Amazon and get my book from Irish Roots. If there's someone who'd like to come up, click join the conversation button. Uh, I'd love to talk to you. And Daryl with the dashes. Always a pleasure, my friend. One, oh. And there is Daryl. Hey, Hi, uh, Brian, how are you? Good, how are you?
3: Good, is my audio Okay.
0: Little bit loud.
3: Little loud. Back it up a little bit a little better now.
0: Yeah, that's a little better.
3: Better? Okay. Yep, that's good. Uh, that's good. I was gonna say, uh, you gotta watch what you wish for with this genealogy thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh I'll tell you a little story. Uh, my wife's name is Kelly. <laughs> and her her father uh for years uh, would go to her school as a leprechaun, and their last name is very Irish. Um, his name is Ar- Irish. The kids' names are Italian and Irish because uh, his wife was Italian, partially, and uh, other things. But he very much pride himself on his Irish roots. Well, when you. Do a little dna uh genealogy test, you find out <laughs> yeah. that it isn't exactly as Irish as you think it is yeah. uh, and uh so so it's very interesting she hasn't have had the heart to tell him though he's yeah, right? uh, <laughs> eighty years old and this this little secret's probably gonna die between 23 and me and our uh, ancestry DNA and uh, uh, my wife and her brother and the kids and things like that. We're just gonna let this one simmer <laughs> because there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of pride, but uh, he's more Scots Scotsman than Irish by a lot.
0: So the the interesting thing on that is. Uh, when I first got my DNA results back from Ancestry, I they reported it as my being 50% Irish. Now that they have refined it, which means that they've found more people in that area to draw on, that they've also had their tests done, so they have a comparative pool, now it's 32% Irish and 18% Scottish. So...
3: Oh, okay, so that could get revised. So right. maybe he does have yeah. Kudos, okay. Kudos good.
0: kudos to grandpa. He 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 is Irish in his heart and that's where it counts.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's uh the the Me Too uh movement also applies to Irish. Right?
0: <laughs> so Yeah, especially on St. Patrick's Day.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, well, that's all I had for you, but thanks hey, for uh, having it. me up here. I hope you Bye. feel better soon. Yeah,
0: thank you, Daryl. Really appreciate right. it. Have a great day. All
3: right, bye-bye.
0: Yeah, and that was Daryl with the dashes, and if you are new, or even if you've been around a while, um, Thursday mornings at, I believe, 10 a.m. Eastern, you can join Daryl and Quentin Dio, the founder of the Wisdom app, for Daryl Office Hours, where you can ask questions and learn more about wisdom. And who doesn't want to learn more about wisdom? The, uh, so, anyone else out there who would like to come up, join the conversation? wanted to come on today and wish everyone Happy St. Patrick's Day, regardless if you're from Irish Roots or not. And uh, as Mojo referred to the nice sack of potatoes, if you want to learn how to grow that nice sack of potatoes, that's one of the things that I covered in my From Irish Roots book self-published over on Amazon. The uh, so going once. If you're listening and you want to come up, um you're more than welcome. Hit the join the conversation button and come up, chat. Tell me about your Irish roots. Tell me about your other roots. Tell me that you'd like for me to help you find your roots or just come up and give us a good line of balarney here on St. Patrick's Day. Alright everyone, I'm going to head out if there's no one else uh, who wants to talk. If you do, hit it quick, join the conversation button, and if not, then I'm going to go rest. I wish you all top of the morning, even if it's afternoon. And although I hope it's not soon for any of you, maybe a half hour in heaven before the devil knows you're dead. Would you like to meet cheap with your friends and family, colleagues, or co workers online? For as little as nine ninety seven a month, you can just go to princedale.meatcheap.com.